Brewed in the Northwest, guaranteed fresh. It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda, a dynamic duo who share the joy of the Catholic faith through catechesis and conversation on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Tuesday morning to you. It is David and Brenda with you on this April 11th, 7 a.m. Good morning to you. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. I got wet on my head when I was walking (laughs) into the station today. It's still raining. Yes, it is. And it is going to continue to rain today. Yesterday, I saw on the news last night, it was a record amount of rainfall yesterday for the day. Oh. Yeah, just just for that day. What, What was it? April 10th was a record amount of rainfall in Portland. It was like at that point, it was close to seven-tenths of an inch of rain, I think. Wow. So approaching an inch. Approaching an inch. We are flush for the rain year, I think, as far as what we are expected to have by April 11th of any given year. So we're doing good. And it's a little chilly out there, but, you know, they say that it's going to be less today than it was yesterday. Right. Okay, that's a that's a bright spot, I suppose. And I do have a special weather statement, thanks to the <gasps> National Weather Service. A I, statement. I just saw this this morning, so here it is for you. Light snow for the highest <laughs> elevations Wednesday morning across the greater Portland-Vancouver area. So I guess at Mater Day Radio, we always put ourselves in that higher elevation. Yes. Everything about what we do here is just elevated a little bit. So why not get a little bit of snowflake yeah, uh, hey. on, you know, it's falling spring. down? <laughs> it's April 11th. Our poor cherry tree out front refuses to bloom. There's yeah. just the very beginnings of pink blooms but otherwise the tree out front's like yeah i'm not blooming yet everything's a little slower this year including me (laughs) yeah it happens year after year that's right i get a little just a little slower slower. i did chuckle this morning though okay people of a certain age are going to appreciate this and that would be me included today is national eight track tape day oh my gosh (laughs) That is fantastic. Now, I always remember my brother, my oldest brother, was a music lover, and he had eight-track tapes. Of course, they're the big, bulky, oh, yeah. you know, cassettes. And I could never understand why, when I listened to his eight-tracks, that the song would play, and then it would kind of fade out. I know it. And I'd hear it, something click. It would click. And then it would start playing again. Go to the next track. So explain to all of us young people why an eight-track tape does that well the way it was set up as i recall this goes back a few years as i recall there were four tracks on the eight track tape right and so between tracks one and two two and three three and four it would have to click over to the next track and so yes you'd be in the middle of a song just rocking out yep and and then all of a sudden it would fade down and then click over to the next track and the song would come back and the up. tape would r- wind back yeah. up in the other direction yeah. right and uh, it would play it back and forth yeah i don't know all the mechanics it's of wild it, eight track tapes my kids think that cassette tapes are hysterical yeah. and uh, they can't quite figure out why uh we would keep a pencil and a cassette tape together right. because that was wind your tool tape. To wind it. Yeah, yeah a track tape has great meaning to me because the very first car I owned and I was working, I paid to have a eight-track player installed oh. in my car with speakers on the back and on the that dashboard in the back or the console in the back. 
And oh man, I that was something. I had that thing. But the crazy thing about it is, the eight track it would whine with the motor. So like if you'd speed up, it would the tape would make a sound. It was crazy. It's just like you know, maybe a little electrical interference going on there. I think it was. And then I had a, a large. Carry all like that, a suitcase, yeah, like a briefcase case to slide in the eight tracks. <laughs> Man, oh, we've come a long way since yes, the eight track. You tape. have come a long way for sure. And now those things are coming back into stock. I don't know if eight tracks. I don't tapes, think eight tracks are, but yeah. but vinyls are. Vinyls well, are yeah, definitely absolutely. a thing. Records are great. They're awesome. But the eight track, I think that's that's done. In <laughs> Seen fact, better days. I was reading about it yesterday, and there was nobody who was making. Eight track eight tapes tracks. anymore. So probably the only way you could get it is if you found somebody who had an old eight track player and old eight track uh, cassettes. But I, yeah, I don't see them out there. Okay, yeah. I, I bet you a, a quick Google search, you might be able to find some sure retro record yeah. shop here in Portland that <laughs> probably know. has a few for you, David. I don't know. Uh, why now the problem them. is though is finding a player because yeah. I think it'd be harder to come by the eight track tape player then you would necessarily the cassettes themselves. Yeah, believe me, I have no interest in 8-track <laughs> tapes. fantastic. But anyway, for everyone who remembers the 8-track tape, today is the national Today's lane. your day. It's, it's your day today. What do you have coming up? Oh, David, President Biden making a trip to Ireland to commemorate the signing of the Good Friday Agreement in Ireland. But 25 years later, is peace still holding? Okay, and you know, we're talking about how things are a little slower this year. So are the blossoming tulips. So yeah. we'll, we'll explain that in the next Okay. Too. Well, we got a great show ahead for you this morning. We're going to start things with Audrey Assad and the house you're building. And we are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Yeah, these are old shoes that I've been walking
That is Audrey Assad and The House You're Building. I love that song. I know it's you a do. Beautiful song. Yeah, it is. Not on 8 track. <laughs> uh, no, you're not going to be able to find that believe. one on the I shouldn't track. say that. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is somewhere. Uh, David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend on this Tuesday morning. Sister Anne Marie Warren. What a wonderful person we have her here. Uh, I I know she's come up here. She's so great, so gracious with her time. She is joy. Yeah. She really is when she comes into the station here. Yeah. It was a blessing to have her. Our Lady of Peace retreat, we're speaking of her location, and she's going to join us right after the forecast. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join Matri Day Radio and Franciscan missionary Sister Anne Marie Warren with the morning offering. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with this holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatriDayRadio.com. Mater Day Radio is supported by our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. Operated by the Archdiocese of Portland, services include the recently completed Gethsemane Funeral Home, located on the grounds of Gethsemane Cemetery in Happy Valley. The new funeral home provides burial services to the Catholic community, regardless of cemetery choice. For more information, visit ccpdxor.com. Eastertide is filled with great joy and fervent prayer at Mater Dei Radio. During this special time in the church, join us in the celebration of our Lord's glorious resurrection through our three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass, the seasonal Regina Chaley prayer for the Queen of Heaven, the sacred mysteries of the Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and inspiring Eastertide reflections. We also rejoice in praying for your specific intentions on Mater Dei Radio's prayer hotline. Just call 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or fill out your personal request on the prayer page at MatraDayRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Our dedicated team will start praying for you right away. Experience the great joy of Eastertide and unite with us in prayer as we lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Matraday Radio. And it is 7.13 at Mater Day Radio. Well, we mentioned this right at the opening of the show. There is a special weather statement by the National Weather Service that is for light snow for the highest elevations early Wednesday morning across the uh, Portland-Vancouver metro area. Now, this is going to be like a 1,000 feet okay. and, and above, and it's going to be probably more like a wintry 
mix more than anything else with little or no accumulation, likely. But anyway, that's the statement from the National Weather Service. So if you are at elevation early tomorrow morning, be aware that 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 might be a possibility. At least down here in the lower elevations, just showers today, a high of 52 degrees. Then same for overnight tonight, low of 37. So yeah, it's going to be a little little, little chilly. And then a chance of showers, 40% for Wednesday with a high of 51. Well, currently it is 43 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver. It's raining up there. Yeah, raining here, 42 degrees at Holy Trinity Church in Beaverton. Well, a 50th celebration is set for Our Lady of Peace Institute in Catholic teaching this summer. It's coming up July 10th to the 14th. And for half a century, the sisters at Our Lady of Peace retreat work to have presenters and speakers for the community to learn, deepen their faith life. This year, they are bringing in nationally known Catholic apologist Tim Staples to highlight a week of courses with the theme... Be still and know that I am God. Sister Anne-Marie Warren is joining me this morning to share all of the details. Good morning, Sister Anne-Marie. Thank you so much for joining us in studio today. Well, good morning, Brenda, and happy Easter. This is Easter Monday today. Oh, it is just wonderful to be able to talk with you, especially during the celebration season. You know, first, before we talk about the Institute, how was Lent and, of course, the celebration of Easter for all of you there at Our Lady of Peace Retreat? It was very nice. We followed a program called Counted Pure Joy and is based on the readings of James and others and the control of the tongue and temperament and all. And it was it was a lot of fun. Basically, if you did something that was not really nice, you had to put a bean in a bowl and we collected all those beans at the end and made chili out of it. And then if you started doing something good, you would put a raisin in a bowl, but I didn't like them too too sticky, so we used good and plenty. So oh. at the end, we got a chance to look at this huge bowl of good and plenty and pass them around. And it was very good. It was a good time to uh, help us bind together on this very special time. And then, of course, our Easter celebrations are very simple but very beautiful. We had four different priests to help us out for each night. Um, on our biggest one was... Holy Saturday Vigil, we had Father Julian with us. And um, on Sunday, we had Father Andrew Thomas. And it was just glorious, just really good. So we're happy and we're still rejoicing that it is still Easter. We celebrate the octave of Easter uh, with the the novena uh, for for Divine Mercy. And so that's going to be another special thing next Sunday that we'll be celebrating. Sister Anne-Marie, of course, with the Catholic Church, nothing is just for one day. We elongate our celebrations like we do at the Christmas season. Boy, we have a lot of time to celebrate the risen Lord through not only the octave of Easter, but all the way through to Pentecost. Is there an idea or theme for our listeners you could share that just helps us remember that Well, this celebration continues and just ways that we can celebrate the risen Lord through this entire season of Easter. I think the reason or the thing that we can all think about is that our Lord is truth and he wants us to live in the truth and he will guide us in every single way. No matter how hard things get, he is always there. He died and rose for us to do that. So that is what I believe people can remember each day in their prayers. When they get up in the morning, this is the Lord's day. Let me do what the Lord wants me to do and keep him in mind first and beg the Holy Spirit who will be coming in Pentecost to guide you, to enlighten you so that you will be able to do what is for God's glory 
for the good of your family, of your friends, of your work, whatever it is. So keep those two things in mind and you'll have a marvelous time during this holy Easter season. Well, Sister Anne-Marie Warren is joining us today to help us keep this Easter celebration going and also help us keep our drive for the truth, our knowledge for him who is truth and who is love. And the sisters at Our Lady of Peace Retreat are looking to welcome you to another wonderful Institute in Catholic Teaching. 50 years you have been doing this. For 50 years, you work and and bring people together. Why is it so important for all of you there at Our Lady of Peace Retreat to make sure that you have programs like the Institute available for the community, both near and those that come afar for the Institute? Yes, we want to do it so that people have a chance to have healthy Catholic teaching because our lives today is so easy to forget um, that we need to continue to grow. So we provide classes for like an ongoing education in the faith. We bring in speakers from of different backgrounds and for different reasons, like you said, this time is be still and know that I am God. This is the year of the Holy Eucharist. This is a really good time to be able to stop. But we really want people to come to sit and absorb and learn new things so that they can be stronger in their faith. And that's how we started out 50 years ago with that same goal. Through the years, the programs changed a little bit here and there to fit the needs of people, um, but it's still very strong, still beautiful, and we always look forward to putting it on. Oh, well, welcome the entire community to Our Lady of Peace in Beaverton for this year's Institute in Catholic Teaching. It is coming up July 10th, to July 14th. Sister Anne-Marie, I love this theme. Be still and know that I am God. Our culture, especially during this kind of active summertime, it seems so chaotic and we fill our schedule with all these things and kids got to go to camp and we're going to do these things. And boy, it does feel like in the busyness of summer life that well, God kind of can take a back seat to everything. Yes. But this focus to be still and know that I am God, to take a moment and be still. It's in that stillness that God speaks to us. It is so true. And yes, getting busy, we think that's the most important thing. But when we go to bed at night, what do we feel like we accomplished? We got the kids here, the kids there. I studied this. I worked with this. But do we ever spend time just for ourselves in God? That's where our strength is the strength to do all the things for our children, the strength to do things for our family. We need that quiet time, even if it's five minutes or 10 minutes, going to your room, closing the door, telling the children, give me 10 minutes, I just need it. And you will be the best mother, father, sister, brother to everybody else. And you'll realize that after a while, you'll be longing for that 10 minutes because it just draws you to be calm, to be closer to God, and to be able to give more lovingly. Oh, I love that. So if you want to take that time to make sure that you have the best of what you are to give to those around you, well, it's time to register for Our Lady of Peace Institute in Catholic Teaching. Like I said, it's coming up on July 10th to the 14th. Sister Anne-Marie Warren is joining us today to give us all of the details Well, let's get talking about it. I want to know more because you've got a great lineup of speakers. But Sister Anne-Marie, 
Well, I'm already up to my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can talk about the Institute and more about what you've got coming up at Our Lady of Peace Retreat for the rest of this year? Definitely. I'll be here. And it is 721 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. Wanted to mention that our website seems to be down this morning. So if you've been trying to log on and it's not working for you, sorry about that. Particularly if you're trying to live stream through the website, then I can have some difficulties there. But... Hail Mary Media the Hail app. Mary Media app. You can certainly download that, and uh, you can live stream through the Hail Mary Media app as well. So working on the website, hopefully we'll have it up here in a little bit, and you can access that with all the information. So stay with us. We'll be working on it, and uh, we'll be back and have some news for you coming up. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Miracles happen all around us. Miracles require faith and often a solid prayer life. Sometimes miracles are more vivid with healing of physical wounds or protection against natural calamities. Sometimes miracles are more subtle to address personal situations. An increase in faith goes a long way in dealing with everyday problems. At times, hope is required to stay positive despite our trials. And constantly, love is needed in our most difficult of relations with one another. When Jesus healed the two blind men at the house, He was very clear what was key, saying, your faith has healed you. Vivid stories exist today of the injured rising up, scars going away, people amazingly spared of natural disaster. Let us stay strong in faith and not be blind to the miracles in our lives, especially the more subtle ones. This has been a bit of Catholic encouragement from Michael Giussandi. Don't miss the 33rd annual Spring Fling Auction at Sacred Heart Catholic School in Jervis, Oregon. Join the fun on Saturday, April 22nd, beginning at 5 p.m. Admission includes dinner, dessert, beverages, and a chance to bid on some wonderful auction items. Purchase your tickets at the school office or from a parent. For more information, please call 503-792-4541. That's 503-792-4541. Please join me, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, and other listeners of Modern Day E Radio as we pray an act of faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh my God, I firmly believe that you are one God in three divine persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I believe that your divine Son became man and died for our sins and that he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe these and all the truths which the Holy Catholic Church teaches because you have revealed them, who can neither deceive nor be deceived. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at materdayradio.com. 
As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun. Two times the fun. On Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 726 at Mater Day Radio. Well, police continue to investigate that mass shooting in Louisville, Kentucky. We'll have the details in the news. And it has been 25 years since the signing of the Good Friday Agreement. But is peace still holding in Ireland? I'll have that story for you coming up in the news. Here is Curtis Steven now and no ordinary day. And we are the Morning Blend right here on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
That is Curtis Stephen and No Ordinary Day. It is 7.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, not the button I meant to push this morning in your news now. In his Regina Chaley address the day after Easter, Pope Francis commemorated the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, praying that the deal which brought decades of violence to an end would continue to inspire peace. Now, speaking to faithful gathered in St. Peter's Square for his April 10th address, the Pope said that today marks the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement of Belfast, to which put an end to the violence for decades troubled Northern Ireland. Now, signed on April 10th, 1988, the Good Friday Agreement ended Northern Ireland's decades-long violent conflict known as as the Troubles, which led to the deaths of more than 3,500 people, most of whom were civilians, and cemented sectarian divisions between Catholics and Protestants. The United States President Joe Biden is set for a visit in Belfast today to commemorate the 25th anniversary of the agreement. Yet, as the visit approaches in Northern Ireland, police have said they've in interrupted a bomb plot by the new IRA, a Republican paramilitary group in Derry. Now, a major security operation is now underway ahead of Biden's visit, which will also take him to Dublin to meet with Irish Premier Leo Varadkar and Irish President Michael Higgins. Well, police continue to investigate what led to a mass shooting at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky, that left at least five people dead and multiple others injured Monday morning. The shooter, identified by police as a 25-year-old male bank employee, was live-streaming the attack on Instagram. The post has been removed, according to officials. He was killed in a shootout with law enforcement officials. Uh, Several victims remain hospitalized, including a police officer who was in critical condition after a shootout with the gunman. The shooting, the 15th mass killing in the country this year, comes just two weeks after a former student killed three children and three adults at a Christian elementary school in Nashville. President Joe Biden condemned the latest mass shooting and called on Congress to act on gun reform. In fact, David, along with that story, Louisville Archbishop Shelton Fabre said in a statement, my heart is heavy as we learn about another mass shooting now in our own Louisville community. He said, even with our Easter hopes so recently renewed, we have been quickly reminded that we still live in the shadow of the cross, the cross of senseless violence. In fact, the mayor who survived a shooting in his campaign offices last year, he also asked the community to pray for victims of the latest shooting to work together to prevent gun violence. And here locally, freeway lanes have reopened on northbound Interstate 5 more than three hours after a landslide blocked traffic at milepost 24 near Dyke Access Road in Cowlitz County, according to the Washington State Department of Transportation. Now, before lanes reopened, traffic was diverted southbound from all northbound on-ramps from the 179th Street Interchange near the Clark County Events Center at the fairgrounds all the way to Woodland. Now, Washington State Patrol Trooper Will Finn said a Lene Casino had opened its parking lots for use by commercial vehicles to stage while waiting for the freeway to reopen. 
And according to Finn, at least two vehicles were caught in the slide, but no injuries were reported. Traffic was backed up into Clark County to south of the a exit by 5 p.m. The landslide was reported at about 3.15. Mm. So took him a while. Yeah. I was really surprised to see how much had it uh, kind of come onto the freeway in that area. It's prone to this in this particular yeah. area over the last couple of years that have been landslides. Well, here's a new one for your collection, and just in time for spring. The U.S. Postal Service was in Woodburn last week to unveil its latest commemorative forever stamps featuring tulips. Nice. Yeah, the event took place at the popular Wooden Shoe Tulip Festival in Woodburn. The stamps feature a series of 10 images of tulip blossoms and captured at a variety of locations. Each stamp features a close-up of a single flower in shades of yellow, orange, pink, green, and violet. Now, tulips are native to Central Asia, but were brought to America by Dutch immigrants as early as the 1600s, according to the Postal Service release. The U.S. now imports more than one billion bulbs per year. Whoa. Yeah, this year's Wooden Shoe Tulip Festival runs through April 30th, but organizers say the blossoms off to a slow start this year because of the cool, damp weather. Interesting. Yeah. I've been seeing some pictures of, of friends on Facebook going to the festival. A few were up, but oh, perhaps yeah. not in its full glory yet. So. They started a little later this okay. year in the, in the festival of the because of the coolness. But yeah, they'll, they'll start to bloom. Well, Officer Ashley Carson, well, she found a lost rabbit last year in the middle of a busy road in Yuba City, California. Well, Carson scurried back to the police station, handed the rabbit over to animal control, who could neither find hide nor hair, the bunny's family. In what they are calling a hoppy ending, David, <laughs> the police service analysis adopted the docile and friendly animal named him Percy. Well, now the Yuba City Police Department, that's about 40 miles north of Sacramento, announced the rabbit's promotion to the rank of wellness officer just yeah. days before sun easter sunday he said in a statement officer percy lounges at the police department during the day and is a support animal for all who come in now the easter bunny well couldn't be reached for comment they said so the case <laughs> is now closed all right do you ever own a rabbit ever have a rabbit i did have a rabbit did when you? i was younger it was not a uh, docile yeah it was it liked to scratch it just liked to be left alone and so uh I was happy to leave it alone, pet it from its own little cage right. in the corner. Um, unfortunately, though, the Springer Spaniels that live behind us uh, grew fond of my rabbit and um, uh, uh, ha- helped it meet uh, its <laughs> yes. demise a little earlier. Rab- rabbit heaven. Yep. Yeah, we never had a rabbit. Had a guinea pig. Did you? Yeah. They're soft, too. Yeah, they're like very, a rabbit. They're, they're very We have nice. rabbits all over our neighborhood. We do, too. I see them in the yard all the and time. And probably in your vegetable yes, garden, too. Yes, indeed. In sports, the NBA playoffs get started tonight with a couple of play-in games. The Miami Heat host the Atlanta Hawks to decide the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. That's likewise in the Western Conference as the Minnesota Timberwolves take on the Lakers in Los Angeles. Hey, how about the Tampa Bay Rays in Major League Baseball? Last night, they beat the Boston Red Sox 1-0 to run their record to 10-0. and yeah. Wow, I can't believe we are already 10 games into the season. So the Rays are the first team in the majors to open with 10 straight wins since the Milwaukee Brewers did it all the way back in 1987. Wow. How about that? How Tampa about Bay. That? We'll yeah. be watching them. 
Well, the Stations of the Cross are an ancient devotion that was eventually promoted by the Franciscans from the Holy Land. Now, during the past several decades, it was determined by some groups that there needed to be a complimentary devotion dedicated to the events following the resurrection. So according to the Via Lucis website, the spiritual practice was born in the summer of 1988 in the Salesian Family Movement Witnesses. Now, the Vatican has since supported this new devotion, stating the Directory on Popular Piety and the Liturgy, saying, For centuries, the Via Crucis involved the faithful in the first moment of the Easter event, namely the Passion, and helped to fix its most important aspects on their consciousness. Similarly, the Via Lucis, which is celebrated in fidelity to the gospel text, can effectively convey a living understanding to the faithful of the second moment of the Paschal event, namely the Lord's resurrection. Hmm. So these are the way of life is what they're calling it. So the first stations is Jesus rises from the dead. The second station, the disciples discover the empty tomb. And the third station, the risen Lord appears to Mary Magdalene, apostle to the apostles. In fact, in scripture, it says Mary of Magdala went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the risen Lord. And then the fourth station, the risen Lord appears on the road to Emmaus, where scripture says, then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. Hmm. I'll have more of these resurrection stations for you throughout the show. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. This is Father Thomas Nathy, the pastor of Holy Redeemer Parish in Vancouver, Washington. Let us pray the prayer for priests by St. Therese of Lisieux. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, eternal priest, keep your priests within the shelter of your sacred heart, where none may touch them. Keep unstained their anointed hands, which daily touch your sacred body. Keep unsullied their lips, daily purpled with your precious blood. Keep pure and unearthly their hearts, sealed with the sublime mark of the priesthood. Let your holy love surround them and shield them from the world's contagion. Bless their labors with abundant fruit, and may the souls to whom they minister be their joy and consolation here and in heaven their beautiful and everlasting crown. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 7.43 at Mater Dei Radio. Another showery day today, high of 52 degrees. Could be a little breezy at times. Showers decrease overnight tonight, 40%, low of 37 degrees, and about a 40% chance of rain for Wednesday with a high of 51. Currently, it is 42 degrees on the feast day at St. Stanislaus Catholic Church in Portland. And 43 degrees at Marist High School in Eugene. I am back now with the wonderful Sister Anne-Marie Warren. Sister Anne-Marie is joining us today to talk about some of the wonderful retreats that are coming up at Our Lady of Peace Retreat in Beaverton. And most importantly, well, she's telling, talking to us today about what is coming up this summer at the Institute in Catholic Teaching. Sister Anne-Marie, thank you so much for staying with us. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so glad to be here. Well, as we were leading into our break, we talked about the theme, Be Still and Know That I Am God. And now for this 50th celebration that you have been offering the Institute, you have an amazing lineup of speakers, all working towards that theme. Be still, know that I am God. And as we celebrate this Eucharistic revival, well, great speakers in store for us. Let's start with our keynote. It's Tim Staples from Catholic Answers and Apologists. Tell our listeners a little bit about what he's got in store for us. Well, he's going to be talking to us about why be Catholic, how is a man saved, and Luther's most important question. Wow, that sounds jam-packed. you got a lot to learn there. And as you all know, he's a great speaker, and we're really happy that he's going to be with us this year. Well, Sister Anne-Marie, it's funny because anybody who's gone to see Tim Staples, the idea of Tim being still would be a little bit of an oxymoron. (laughs) He is so full of life. But you know what? He's a great example of how a person's faith and conversion is filling him with joy. And he can't help but share that joy with everybody else around him. Well, for next person that we have will be Father Theodore Lang, who is much loved in our diocese, and he's going to be talking about to know God is to love God. He's presently in Central Point, and he's looking forward to coming up and being with us. Our third speakers were really excited about having back again our mother Assumpta Long and Sister Joseph Andrew. They are awesome sisters, and we're glad they're coming together. And their theme is Christ is always at home for us, and waits for us to visit him. And I understand that Sister Joseph Andrew is very involved in the Eucharistic celebrations that are coming up through the year. And so I'm sure she's going to be telling us all about them and and encouraging us to know how to love Christ and also about adoration. Mm. Many people hear about adoration, but not sure what to do. And so she's going to be talking more about that. So it's going to be exciting. And then our last speaker just for one night is Auxiliary Bishop Peter Smith. He's such a special friend of ours, and it's going to be great. He's taking speaking to us during our evening lectures we have during the same time, and he is going to be on Thursday night. So we've got, a, like you said, a jam-packed, wonderful group, and hoping to have a lot of people come. It's really important, and as you said, we get people from Canada, 
from across the United States. So we want people here from Portland to be there first. All right. Well, that registration is now open. So don't hesitate. You want to make sure that you have a seat at this year's Institute in Catholic Teaching at Our Lady of Peace in Beaverton. Well, let our listeners know a little bit about how that schedule runs, because you said that there's things that happen during the day. Now, sometimes people work and so they're not always able to attend everything. But then there's also evening events that are happening. That is correct. And we're open for if someone cannot make the full week, they can just come for a day or a certain class, whatever they'd like to do. If they don't want to come for the full time, just call our retreat house and we will give you more information on that. But we start out with morning prayer, with mass. We have two conferences in the morning and have a nice little break afterwards because we know we all get tired. And then we have a Eucharistic Holy Hour with the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Then there's a class in the afternoon, a fantastic dinner. And then in the evening, for a lot of people who cannot come during the day, we have the evening lecture series, and they're just wonderful. The speaker speaks on something that he really enjoys. There's time for question and answers. There's always time for a little snack in between. And so it is worthwhile coming. Even if you come from a distance, we used to have people coming all the way from Yam Hill and other places because they really like that growth that time to renew themselves and to listen to wonderful speakers. And those that are coming from a distance, you have the facility there where people can stay. And then there's also the option for people who are local, there's commuters where they can come back and forth. We have residents, we encourage anybody who's going to be taking the full course to be a resident, to stay with us. This gives them the opportunity to have a room to get rested in, to go to bed whenever they want to go to bed. It also gives them the opportunity to have all their meals with these wonderful speakers. They're awesome people to get to know, not just listening to them on the radio or a conference, but they have lives that they like to share and we get to know them better. And you just get the full experience when you can stay. And yet at the same time, if you have children or whatever, you can come in the morning, have the two conferences, have lunch, have the third conference and enjoy that. Fantastic. And we know that through the technology that we have discovered, having come through the COVID uh, pandemic and the shutdown, well, you ladies at the Sisters at Our Lady of Peace are ready to offer some online options, too, for those who want to participate. But life just is such that it's not going to allow them to be there in person. But, well, they can also check in online through the event. Yes, and that is so wonderful. We did learn a lot through COVID. In fact, our very first institute during that time was totally online, and it worked out beautifully. We had over, I don't know, maybe 190 people signed wow. up watching. It was just super, super. And so now we have that, and if you're interested in that, you can register for that online. It is free. So please sign up and share it with other people so that you also can grow. This is this. We want to reach out to everybody that we can. Oh, and you have made it so easy for those that in any possible way to be able to attend, to listen, to learn, to grow deeper. Well, you've made it possible for them for this year's Institute. Sister Anne-Marie Warren is joining me today. We're talking about the Our Lady of Peace Institute in Catholic Teaching. Again, it is coming up July 10th to the 14th. Well, so much of your effort does go into that those few days and people are welcome to attend in any way they can. But all year long, there are things that are constantly going on things that are coming up real soon. Remind our listeners about some of the things that you have coming up that, well, they can 
get ready for maybe you know a, a, a retreat yeah, here so we between. have a really special men's retreat coming up on april 28th to 30th the theme is a study on masculine sacrifice it is given by father skip thompson we've known him for a few years and he's been a very good friend of bishop Barron. and he is excited about coming we encourage people to come um just a little bit about him he used to be um, a political lobbyist in California. Wow. That's what he did before. And also, he was a former Baptist, Reformed Lutheran, and Pentecostal. Father Skip was on EWTN, The Journey Home, with Marcus Lagrodi. So, and his interest, if anybody's really interested, he likes weightlifting, golf, and following his favorite football team, the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm sure he will have a very good connection with all the men that come. So this is an awesome gift for a man to come for a weekend. It's not going to be totally silent. Father wants the people to speak and talk to each other, but I can guarantee I've heard his talks and he is really good. So that is really great. And then during the summer in June, we have a special retreat for women and religious. It goes for eight days, and with Father Peter, who's coming from Poland to give the retreat. Nice. It is a wonderful time. It's a silent retreat. Um, all your meals are given, everything's given, and it's just a great, great time just to be and to be quiet and to be with us. So we have, hope you can come, even if you can come only two or three days. is a really grand opportunity for women to really take the time and to be able to get the rest they need and also to grow spiritually. Well, you've got something for the beginning of summer, summer right in the middle of summer. And then as we lead out of the summer months, well, we have the barbecue. It's coming up again. It's coming up. The committee's already started meeting. We are so excited about doing it. And uh, this, I think, is also our 50th year or pretty close for the barbecue. I've got to go back and check my numbers. But it's going to be a wonderful event. I'm sure the weather's going to be perfect. We'll have our Franciscan girls. Um, we'll have wonderful food. Also, we'll have the drive up. Mm-hmm. That is so much fun. And then the trail life. A troop that we sponsor, they take care of all that. And it's just, it's been wonderful. That way people don't have to get out of the car. They can pull up, take their food home, and just enjoy. We started that because of COVID, and it was such a hit that we decided to add it to our regular barbecue. So please come, enjoy the day. This is a simple fundraising that we have, and it supports our ministry. It supports the air conditioning and heating that we had to put in this recently. So there's a lot of bills that we have to pay, but mostly we like the barbecue because it brings the people together just to enjoy and to get a chance to see the sisters, to listen to the music, and just to have a restful and fun day. I love it. That beautiful gift of hospitality that you have for the community. Oh, Always something going on at Our Lady of Peace Retreat. Well, Sister Anne-Marie, that's a lot for this summer, and I appreciate you coming to talking to us about it. And we'll have you back on as the different events get a little bit closer. Thank you. We can talk more. Sister Anne-Marie, before we go, will you end us in a prayer? Definitely. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, Holy Spirit, come and help us to prepare for the wonderful Feast of Pentecost, We've just celebrated Easter, and we are so full of joy with Alleluia as our song. And we want to continue to grow so that we will have the Spirit to be able to go forward and to share all that we know for God's glory. 
We ask this grace through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. And so one last time, of course, you know, that is the wonderful Sister Anne-Marie Warren from Our Lady of Peace Retreat in Beaverton. Now, the Institute in Catholic Teaching, again, it's coming up on July 10th to the 14th. That registration is open and available for you to go online and, well, get your seat saved. Now, I will be sure to add links to, you can get right to Our Lady of Peace Retreat, sign up for that event or any of the other retreats they have coming up. You're going to find those links on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. It is 7.55 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. Great to hear from Sister Anne Marie. You know she's going to be one of our guests during our Spring share Yes, she is. She's excited to be here next week. That's next week, April 17th through the 21st, Mater Day Radio's Spring share Seek the Truth is the theme for the share a beautiful theme. So we hope you will join us. We will have some wonderful guests like Sister Anne-Marie throughout the week, volunteers in answering your phone call, opportunity for you to support Catholic Radio. We do it in the fall, do it in the spring. So we appreciate everybody and your support that you provide to us. More information on our website at materdayradio.com, which again, website acting up this morning. So if you can't go to the website... You can get all the information through the free Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio. KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver. KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield. Translator K235BF, Eugene. And streaming at moderndayradio.com. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Dei Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. The Morning Blend. It's a cup of joy with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. And it is 7.57 at Mater Day Radio. Well, if you worked at home during the pandemic, you weren't alone. We'll have new numbers in the news. And millions of dollars in funding for homeless programs have been announced for the state of Oregon. But are the funds going to where the need is? I'll have that story for you coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. One of the hardest things to do is condemn bad behavior. Well, it's not really necessary to speak out against those little things. When someone does something really bad right in front of us, it can be a shock. Such a shock that we might not even know how to respond. St. Stanislaus was a man who didn't hesitate when faced with those situations. Stanislaus was born in southern Poland in the year 1030, the only child of a wealthy couple who had been childless up to that point. His parents considered him a gift from God, and when at a young age he showed great virtue and piety, they encouraged him in his faith. 
Following his education, he was ordained a priest by the Bishop of Krakow. He demonstrated remarkable holiness and wisdom, and over the course of many years, so impressed both laity and clergy that the bishop offered to resign and hand him his position. Stanislaus refused this offer, but when the bishop eventually died in 1072, the people insisted he take up the post. He continued to object to receiving such an important seat and could only be convinced when Pope Alexander II gave him a direct order. The new bishop fell into his role with great energy, but was soon faced with a difficult challenge. The ruler of Poland at the time, Boleslaus II, was developing a reputation for unrestrained vice, and his position made it hard for those he wronged to speak against him. Stanislaus went unaccompanied and informed Boleslaus in no uncertain terms that his behavior was damaging and it needed to stop. Boleslaus, though a tough nut to crack, eventually gave way and agreed with the bishop. He only behaved himself for a little while, though, before he started returning to his old ways. Boleslaus's failure to reform himself reached its peak in an act of great scandal. The beautiful wife of a nobleman rejected the king's advances, so he abducted her and had her locked in his own palace. This resulted in great outrage, and many demanded that the king be made to answer for his actions. While many high-ranking clergy were too afraid to face the of control Boleslaus, Stanislaus was not intimidated in the least. He once again visited the king, condemning his behavior and warning him that this was his last chance to change his ways before the church took formal action. The monarch was not receptive to this warning, so Stanislaus made good on his word and had him excommunicated. Enraged that the bishop had acted against him, Boleslaus levied his authority to have the royal court accuse Stanislaus of treason. The king then commanded his soldiers to execute the bishop, but they were refused to lay a hand on the holy man, so Boleslaus took a sword and killed Stanislaus himself. Following this barbaric act, the king found himself growing increasingly unpopular, and he was forced to flee to Hungary, where he eventually died. As much as we might hope that every person can fix their own vices, it's not uncommon that someone who is allowed to get away with doing wrong will continue to do it until they are told otherwise. As scary as it often is when great wrongs are perpetrated, it falls to those who understand why God laid down laws for us to speak out. St. Stanislaus, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or for Easter resources, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news this hour, at least 94 people reportedly have died in a series of deadly attacks on Christian communities throughout Holy Week in Benu State in northern central Nigeria. On April 2nd, our men reportedly stormed a Palm Sunday service at a Pentecostal church, killing a young boy and kidnapping the pastor and other worshipers. Then three days later, on April 5th, gunmen killed at least 50 people in the village of Umogi a Catholic stronghold in Western Benue, the Associated Press reported. And then more recently, on the night of Good Friday, dozens were killed when Muslim gunmen raided an elementary school building in the village of Nagban that serves as a shelter for about 100 displaced Christian farmers and their families. The new state has an estimated 2 million displaced persons who cannot live on their traditional farmlands for fear of being killed. Some farmers venture back to cultivate their fields during the day and ret retreat to displaced persons camp at night. 
Well, it's probably no surprise that the number of people working from home during the pandemic grew by large numbers. So says a new survey from the U.S. Census Bureau. The share of the U.S. labor force working from home went from 5.7% in 2019 to 17.9% in 2021 as restrictions were implemented to help slow the spread of the virus. The numbers also showed that the increase in home-based workers corresponded with the decline in drivers, carpoolers, transit riders, and most other types of commuters. Now, the two industry groups that saw the greatest jumps in people working from home were in information, where it went from 10.4% to 42%. Yeah. That's a huge increase. Finance, insurance, and real estate went from 10.8% to 38.4%. Wow. Yeah. Professional administrative services also went from 12.6% to 36.5%. Smallest gains were in agriculture and mining, entertainment and food services, and the armed forces. Okay. So a, a big jump. I mean, it's pretty incredible. It makes sense that technology would have, information technology would have that big jump because yeah. it seems like if you're working on your computer, well, you can get to your computer just about anywhere, including uh, your home office. Right. So they were saying like in the San Francisco Bay Area, where it's really a lot of high tech, it was amazing oh. how many people went to working from home. And then home. that trickles down to food services yeah. and other areas where... Well, they rely on people coming into the city for mm-hmm. their uh, fund. Well, an arrest has been made in connection with a vandalism of St. Paulinus Catholic Church in Syracuse, Nebraska, that occurred on Palm Sunday weekend. Travis Ross, 32 years old, was arrested April 6th by the Oat County Sheriff's Office after video evidence and witnesses led authorities to name him a suspect. Father Ryan Salisbury, St. Paulinus pastor, told Catholic News Agency on April 3rd that when he walked into the church on April 1st, he discovered that the altar had been tipped over, a statue desecrated, and several other objects damaged. Ross has been charged with criminal mischief and criminal trespassing. The investigation is ongoing, according to the sheriff's office. But St. Paulinus wasn't the only Catholic church to be vandalized on Palm Sunday weekend. In Corona, California, a statue of Our Lady of Guadalupe was smashed in half at Corpus Christi Catholic Church. A male suspect was caught on security cameras walking up to the statue and pulling it down, according to John Andrews, the communications director for the Diocese of San Bernardino. Well, an elderly couple has died after eating poisonous pufferfish in Malaysia. The two, both in their early 80s, unknowingly purchased at least two pufferfish from an online vendor on March 25th, according to authorities there. The same day they had the fish for lunch and began to experience breathing difficulties and shivers an hour after eating the meal. The couple was rushed to the hospital admitted to the intensive care unit where they ultimately died. Malaysian law prohibits the sale of poisonous and harmful food like pufferfish meat, and the offense carries a fine and a prison term of up to two years. Now, despite the dangers, poisonous pufferfish are sold at many Malaysian wet markets, experts say. It's considered exotic and tends to attract consumers. Commonly referred to as fugu, the Japanese term for pufferfish, pufferfish meat is enjoyed as a highly priced delicacy despite containing deadly poison. 
Oh, no. That's awful. I don't know why that uh, would have such a high regard uh, if that possibility is there to ingest that. Oh, so sad for Mm. this couple, too. No doubt. Well, Oregon Governor Tina Kotek announced specific funding allocations on Monday for the seven regions covered by the Homelessness State of Emergency Declaration that she signed shortly after taking office in January. Now, the legislature passed a $200 million package of legislation that included $85.2 million for local emergency plans, and about $79 million of that funding will be distributed in total. Now, Kotek announced on Monday an amount based on multiple factors, including the appropriation from the legislature and plans submitted by the local communities. Now, the recipient areas are grouped into seven geographic regions, most of which combine at least two cities or counties. So Portland, Gresham, Multnomah County looked to receive $18.2 million to rehouse 272 households to create 138 shelter beds. Eugene Springfield Lane County, well, they look to receive $15.5 million to rehouse 274 households. They're also going to create 230 shelter beds. And Salem, Marion, Polk County, well, $10 million will rehouse 158 households and create nearly 80 shelter beds. And in sports college baseball, Oregon State was set to play Gonzaga last night in Corvallis, but the game was rained out. They'll give it another try at 5.30 this evening. University of Portland hosts the Seattle Redhawks this afternoon at Joe Etzel Field on the bluff. First pitch at 3 o'clock. Pilots are 17 and 14 overall. And the University of Oregon welcomes San Francisco to PK Park in a two-game series that starts tonight at 5 o'clock. They'll play again tomorrow. So it's a tough, tough time of year for baseball in the Northwest. Cause I think so. Y- you know you're going to get some rainouts. Although I will say this, it's a lot better now than what it used to be. So many of the stadiums now in the Northwest, particularly speaking of Oregon State and Oregon, they have artificial Turf. surface. Yeah, so it makes it easier for you don't have to have as many rainouts. But if it's just yeah pouring then yeah it's hard to throw a ball when it's getting covered in water uh but yeah the drainage systems that they can put in under uh artificial turf much better yeah it keeps it from getting too muddy well the stations of the cross are an ancient devotion that was eventually promoted by the franciscans from the holy land during the past several decades it was determined by some groups that there needs to be a complementary devotion dedicated to the events following the resurrection thus the Via Lucis website was formed, and the Salesian family movement witnesses, well, they created the Stations of the Resurrection. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about these in today's show. So the fifth station is the Risen Lord is recognized in the breaking of the bread. It's a beautiful story. Sixth station is the Risen Lord appears to the community of disciples. The seventh station, the risen Lord breathes peace and gives the power to forgive. And here's what Jesus said. He came and stood in their midst and said to them, peace be with you. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit whose sins you forgive. They are forgiven them and whose sins you retain are retained. And then the eight stations of the cross goes on to the risen Lord strengthens 
the faith of St. Thomas. We know his story. And then finally in the ninth station, the risen Lord eats with the disciples on the shores of Tiberias. And that's when he said to Simon Peter to go over and drag the net ashore of a 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, well, that net was not torn. And coming up, we're going to have a homily, lila, homily highlight from Baller Millboy Sot at Resurrection Church. That is in Tualatin. It's coming right up. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Father Robert Barcelos in prayer with the morning offering. A morning prayer written by St. Therese. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O oh my God, I offer Thee all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to His infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them into the furnace of His merciful love. O oh my God, I ask of Thee for myself and for those whom I hold dear, the grace to fulfill perfectly Thy holy will, to accept for love of Thee the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matradayradio.com. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Portland Division of the World Apostolate of Fatima. WAF is the only Fatima organization worldwide to speak in the name and with the authority of the Church on Fatima. The World Apostolate of Fatima promotes the faithful message of Fatima, including praying the rosary daily and practicing the first Saturday devotion. WAF information can be found at bluearmy.com. Only a few days remain before Matraday Radio's 2023 Spring share Seek the Truth, and we need your help to make this a successful event. Join us as we lead more searching souls into the way, the truth, and the life of Jesus Christ on April 17th through 21st. To prepare for this week of joyful celebration, please prayerfully consider making a gift to help us build a strong matching fund. Your support now will have a sizable impact on the success of Matraday Radio's 2023 Spring share by providing a sound incentive for other listeners to match your financial generosity. To learn more and make your matching gift now, go to MatradayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And join us as we seek the truth during our 2023 Spring share coming April 17th through 21st to Matraday Radio the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 
And it is 813 at Day Radio. We have showers today, 80% chance. That'll decrease to 20% later today. We'll have a high of 52 degrees, low of 37 overnight tonight. Then about a 40% chance of showers for Wednesday, a high of 51. Currently, it is 42 degrees at St. Mary's of Guadalupe Catholic Church up in Ridgefield. And 41 degrees at St. Mary's Church in Albany. Need a recap of Sunday's readings? It's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's Homily Highlight is by Father Bill Moissand, pastor at Resurrection Catholic Church in Tualatin. Repeat after me, Jesus Christ is risen, alleluia, alleluia. The louder. Jesus Christ is risen, alleluia, alleluia. Amen, alleluia. The Lord is risen. We gather as God's people to remember and to participate in the resurrection of the Lord. St. Peter said in the first reading that we are witnesses. He said, we are witnesses of what has happened. Resurrection of Jesus didn't occur in a vacuum. They were witnesses of the resurrection of the Lord. They weren't there at that moment, but they would see him and be witnesses that he was alive. We hear in the gospel, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary are at the tomb. And suddenly an angel comes down, knocks away the stone and sits on it invites them to come in and see where Jesus' body had been. It's not there, because he had been raised as he said. The gospel then says that Mary, and Mary Magdalene and the other Mary took off to go tell the disciples. It was probably about a 10-minute walk from the tomb to where the disciples were. And so for those 10 minutes, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were the church. They were it. They're the only ones that knew that Jesus was raised. They were it. They were the church. And as the church, as they're on their way to see the disciples, they run into Jesus. Jesus is just standing on the street. They recognize him and do him homage. And Jesus says to them the same thing the angel said to them, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid that I was raised from the dead. Don't freak out. Don't be afraid. But go tell my disciples, I'm going to meet them in Galilee. And so the women go on. And in that, and for those few more moments, they're not only the church, but they're the first evangelizers. They're coming to announce the resurrection of the Lord to his disciples. So they're coming to evangelize. Very first ones, these two women. There may be some doubt by people in the world that the resurrection never occurred. It didn't happen. They made it up. But see, St. Peter and also St. Paul will say, no, we're witnesses of this. We saw him. We were there. Under Jewish law, you had to have at least two witnesses to recognize an event. And Jesus is appearing to lots of people after the resurrection. Millions of people since then, for the last over 2,000 years, have believed in the resurrection of the Lord. 
Now, it's true that Jesus was only raised from the dead once. A moment in history, in a place. He was raised by the Holy Spirit to life. He then ascended to the Father. Resurrection for Jesus won't happen again, but it happens for us. Because as his people, we're experiencing the resurrection right now through the power of the Spirit. So we gather here for Eucharist as we gather to hear the scriptures, have them proclaimed, and gather as God's people. We are God's resurrected people because through the powers of baptism, we have been washed of our sins, filled with God's grace, and guided by the Holy Spirit. That's who we are. So we gather on this Easter Sunday, we're not simply remembering the resurrection of Jesus as a historical fact. We're living it. It's happening right now with us, that we're God's resurrected people. People will say, well, that didn't happen. Jesus wasn't resurrected. Well, it would be like when your grandparents pass away. And people say, well, I don't think your grandparents ever existed. They said, oh, no. I knew them for years. I talked to them. I'm a witness. They did exist. And that's the kind of family memory we have of Jesus, passed on generation to generation to over 2,000 years of Christianity, that yes, Jesus was raised from the dead and ascended to the Father. The disciples saw it and passed that on to others. Hundreds of people saw Jesus after the resurrection. And so it's important for us to take our calling as Christians in a very important way. Take it seriously. This isn't just, oh, well, this is another Easter, big deal, where's the Easter candy? That's not what this day's about, because it's about us rising from our dead. We come out of the baptismal waters going from death to life by the power of the Spirit. And that's what we celebrate today. Last night during the Easter vigil, we brought 15 people into the Catholic Church. Amazing experience. Nine of them were baptized. We splashed around that water for quite a while. Thank God this year it was warm. One year it wasn't. But we had a wonderful celebration of baptizing them and anointing them with sacred chrism and bringing them into the church, confirming them, uh, filling them with the Spirit, and then giving them Holy Communion for the first time. And so it's that celebration as God's people we want to remember, because the church grows. When new people come in, we grow. We become new people. As they experience their new faith, we experience our faith in a new way. So on this Easter Sunday, we celebrate, of course, the resurrection of Jesus. Jesus is risen, but we are too. We're called as risen Christians to live out the gospel each day. The gospel we hear proclaimed, the gospel we hear from the church, the gospel we hear and the teachings from the people. It's important as resurrected people that we live that in a real way and after Easter not wander back into the world listening to whatever stuff they're teaching. But to stay true to Jesus, stay true to him, and to walk faithfully in our faith. Dear brothers and sisters, through the Paschal mystery, we have been buried with Christ in baptism so that we may walk with him in newness of life. And so now that our Lenten observance is concluded, 
let us renew promises of holy baptism, by which we once renounce Satan and his works and promise to serve God in the Holy Catholic Church. Please stand. And so I ask you, do you renounce sin so as to live in the freedom of the children of God? Do you renounce the lure of evil so that sin may have no mastery over you? Do you renounce Satan, the author and prince of sin? Do you believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified, died, and was buried, rose from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? May Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us new birth by water in the Holy Spirit and bestowed on us forgiveness of our sins, keep us by his grace in Christ Jesus, our risen Lord. And we all say amen. amen. And that is today's homily highlight and beautiful renewal of our baptismal promises offered to us from Father Bill Moissant, pastor at Resurrection Catholic Church in Tualatin. What a beautiful yeah. time during that Easter season when we make those promises. And thank you, Father Bill, for offering us that homily highlight. If you would like to listen to that again, well, head over to our website, which is up and running again. Yes, you have it full is. access to the podcast, that one that you just heard, plus all of our great locally produced shows. You also have access to great resources for this Easter season. You're also going to find that link for the Sherathon be a part of helping to grow our matching fund as we lead this last week into that share You can also access all of those things by downloading the free Hail Mary media app. There you'll also have access to our full lineup of great podcasts, locally produced shows, and well, a few podcasts that you're not going to hear on the air, maybe one called on the go. You got a great guest coming up this week also, David, on your podcast. So definitely check it all out. Matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Support from Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Blessings from Heaven, the peaceful place to shop for all things Catholic. Blessings from Heaven has a variety of gifts for all occasions and many other Catholic items to choose from. Located on the corner of 3rd and Southwest Tucker Avenue in Beaverton, Blessings from Heaven is open Tuesday through Saturday. For more information, call 503-644-1814. Hello, Bill Lemire here from the Labore Society. Did you know that Labore has now rescued close to 400 Catholic vocations from the barrier of student loan debt? Labore envisions a culture where vocations to priesthood and religious life will never be lost to student loan debt. Our vision, of course, depends on the generosity of devoted Catholics like you. 
please visit rescuevocations.org to learn how you can help us strengthen the future of the Catholic Church. Would you like to make your spring cleaning plans a little easier this year? Let Mater Day Radio give you a hand. If you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you would like to clear out, our vehicle donation program is just the answer. You can donate your vehicle to Mater Day Radio and get a likely tax deduction in return. It's quick and easy, giving you a real jump start to your spring cleaning. Learn more about our vehicle donation program at materdayradio.com. Lattes and cappuccinos may be tasty, but it's the morning blend with David and Brenda that will get your day started right on Mater Day Radio. And it is 826 at Mater Day Radio. Well, it's a beautiful new stamp unveiled right here in the Willamette Valley. We'll tell you about it in the news. And President Biden makes a trip to commemorate the signing of the Good Friday Agreement. But at 25 years later, is the peace still holding? I'll have that story for you coming up in news. Here is Danielle Noonan and the road less traveled. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
the hills, so we will sing on the road less traveled. is Daniel Noonan and The Road Less Traveled. It's 8.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news, in his Regina Chaley address the day after Easter, Pope Francis commemorated the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, praying that the deal which brought decades of violence to an end would continue to inspire peace. Now, speaking to faithful gathered in St. Peter's Square for his April 10th address, the Pope said that today marks the 25th anniversary of the so-called Good Friday Agreement of Belfast, which put an end to the violence for which decades troubled Northern Ireland. Now, signed on April 10th, 1988, the Good Friday Agreement ended Northern Ireland's decades-long violent conflict known the Troubles, which led to the deaths of more than 3,500 people, most of whom were civilians, and cemented sectarian divisions between Catholics and Protestants. U.S. President Joe Biden is set for a visit in Belfast today to commemorate the 25th anniversary of this agreement. Yet, as the visit approaches, police in Northern Ireland have said they've interrupted a bomb plot by the new IRA, a Republican paramilitary group in Derry. A major security operation is now underway ahead of Biden's visit, which will also take him to Dublin to meet with Irish Premier and the Irish President, Michael Higgins. I wonder if he'll meet with Bono. Uh, I don't know if that's on the schedule of events. The reason I asked that question is because, remember, Bono was at his State of the Union address. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I realized that. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. We'll see if that happens. All right. Well, police continue to investigate what led to a mass shooting at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky, that left at least five people dead and multiple others injured Monday morning. The shooter, identified by police as a 25-year-old male bank employee, was live streaming the attack on Instagram. Post has been removed, according to officials. He was killed in a shootout with law enforcement. Now, several victims remain hospitalized, including a police officer who who is in critical condition after the shootout with the gunman. The shooting, the 15th mass killing in the country this year, comes just two weeks after a former student killed three children and three adults at a Christian elementary school in Nashville. President Biden condemned the latest mass shooting and called on Congress to act on gun reform. And Louisville Archbishop Selton Fabre said in a statement, My heart is heavy as we learn about another mass shooting now in our own Louisville community. Now that, according to the record, the weekly newspaper of the Archdiocese of Louisville, reminding the faithful that amid Easter joy, 
the cross remains. He went on to say, even with our Easter hopes so recently renewed, we have been quickly reminded that we still live in the shadow of the cross, the cross of senseless violence. Prayer also headlined comments made by Mayor Craig Greenberg and Governor Andy Beshar, who appeared at a press conference near the scene soon after the incident. The mayor, who survived a shooting in his campaign offices last year, asked the community to pray for the victims of this latest shooting. Well, oh, go ahead. And freeway lanes have reopened on northbound Interstate 5 more than three hours after a landslide blocked traffic at mile post 24 near Dyke Access Road in Cowlitz County, according to the Washington State Department of Transportation. Now, before lanes reopened, traffic was diverted southbound from all northbound on ramps from the 79th Street interchange near the Clark County Event Center and the fairgrounds to Woodland. Washington State Patrol Officer Will Finn said A. Lene Casino had opened its parking lots for use by commercial vehicles to stage while waiting for the freeway to reopen. According to Finn, at least two vehicles were caught in the middle of the landslide, but no injuries were reported. So that ha- they've had landslides there before, correct? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a treacherous spot. Uh, in more recent years, I want to say like 2017, there was also a landslide just kind of near that area. Yeah. So uh, it's amazing they were able to get that freeway opened up. That's that's the artery that yeah. gets people north <laughs> for sure. So I'm glad that nobody was injured, though. Yeah, and I mentioned earlier that yesterday we had a record amount of rain for the day. So that's how wet it was. So makes sense. Yeah, no surprise. Well, here is one for your new collection, just in time for spring. The U.S. Postal Service was in Woodburn last week to unveil its latest commemorative forever stamps featuring tulips. The event took place at the popular Wooden Shoe Tulip Festival in Woodburn. The stamps featured a series of 10 images of tulip blossoms and captured a variety of locations. Each stamp features a close-up of a single flower in shades of yellow, orange, pink, green, and violet. I saw some of the photos. They really are are nice. Yeah. So tulips are native to Central Asia, but were brought to America by Dutch immigrants as early as the 1600s, According to the Postal Service release, the U.S. now imports more than one billion bulbs per year. This year's Wooden Shoe Tulip Festival runs through April 30th, but organizers say the blossoms a little slow this year because of the cool, damp weather. In fact, they started the festival, I think, a week later just because of the cool weather. So. Got till April 30th, so hopefully warms up some. You go see the beautiful tulips. Many years ago, we took the whole family out there to uh, look at the flowers. The kids loved it, Mm -hmm. but they were a muddy mess afterwards. So if you plan to go out there, especially if you're bringing kiddos, rubber boots is the way to go. And maybe a change of clothes before you get them back into the car might be a great way to do that. I love floral stamps, though. It seems like whenever I have a choice... Those are the forever stamps that I pick, ones with the flowers on them. And I told you, I believe earlier this week, that I'm more, more of a tulip fan than a daffodil That's fan. That's true. Yes. Yeah. All, they cut, the variety of colors is incredible that oh, yeah. tulips come in for sure. Yeah, beautiful flower. Well, Officer Ashley Carson, well, she found a lost rabbit last year in the middle of a busy road in Yuba City, California. Now, Carson scurried back to the police station and handed the rabbit over to Animal Control, who could find neither hide nor hair of the bunny's family. 
in what they are calling now a happy ending. A police service analysis adopted the docile and friendly animal named him Percy. Now, Yuba City Police Department announced the rabbit's promotion now to the rank of wellness officer just days before Easter Sunday. And they said Officer Percy lounges at the police department during the day and is a support animal for all who might need it, the department wrote on their Facebook page Wednesday. The Easter Bunny, though, they said, could not be reached for comments, so they are going to be closing the case. All right. So Officer Percy. I like that. Sitting around and making people feel good. In sports, the NBA playoffs get started tonight with a couple of play-in games. The Miami Heat host the Atlanta Hawks to decide the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. That's likewise in the Western Conference as the Minnesota Timberwolves take on the Lakers in Los Angeles. How about the Tampa Bay Rays in Major League Baseball? Last night, they beat the Boston Red Sox 1-0 to run their record to 10-0. The Rays are the first team in the majors to open with 10 straight wins since the Milwaukee Brewers did it all the way back in 1987. I didn't know the Rays were that good. You know, Well, they are this I, Apparently year. they are. So yes. they are the last team remaining, I presume, with an undefeated baseball record. I would guess so, yeah, since they're 10-0. I couldn't say that for a fact, but I'll... I can look okay. and find that out for you. Uh, wow. And again, I said this in the first hour. I cannot believe we are already 10 games into this baseball season. Before you know it, it'll be the all-star break, oh. which, which you're attending this year, correct? Uh, well, I put my name in for the lottery to yeah. purchase the tickets. Of course, it's going to be up there in Seattle. So we'll see. I am heading up there, though, in a couple of weeks. I'm going to catch my first game of the year. Oh, you are? Yeah. Nice. Who are they playing? I have no idea. I don't even know <laughs> the dates that we're going. All I know is... Okay. We're going in a couple of weeks. Very good. Well, the Stations of the Cross are an ancient devotion that was eventually promoted by the Franciscans from the Holy Land. During the past several decades, it was determined by some groups that there needed to be a complimentary devotion dedicated to the events following the resurrection. Now, according to the Via Lucis website, the spiritual practice was born in the summer 1988. And the Vatican has since supported this new devotion, stating in the Directory on Popular Piety and Liturgy, for centuries the Via Crucis involved the faithful in the first moment of the Easter event, namely the Passion, and helped to fix its most important aspects uh, in their consciousness. Now, similarly, the Via Lucis, when celebrated in fidelity to the gospel text, can effectively convey a living understanding to the faithful of the second moment of the Paschal event, namely the Lord's resurrection. So here are the stations of the resurrection that we have been talking about throughout the show today. As we end the 10th station, the risen Lord forgives Peter and trusts him to feed his sheep. On the 11th station, the risen Lord sends the disciples into the world saying go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit the 12th station the risen lord ascends into heaven then the 13th station mary and disciples keep vigil in the upper room for the spirit's advent and then the final and 14th station of the stations of resurrection the risen lord sends the Holy Spirit.
And Gospel in Acts reads it this way. Suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim it. So those are beautiful. I've not heard of the Resurrection Station. So I hope you enjoyed today's lifestyle piece. Mm -hmm. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And on April 12th, that is Wednesday, Dessert with Dominicans for Youth happening at Aquinas Hall and Holy Rosary Parish. All 6th through 12th graders are invited to join Father Joseph Selinger in the fireplace room of Aquinas Hall for a talk on the spirituality of the orders of preachers. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Just head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Hey, today's Tuesday. That means it's Tech Tuesday. Sarah Kenzie going to join us. We're going to talk about a very important week next week. That would be, of course, our spring share We'll do it right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. Two of Jesus' followers were traveling to Emmaus when the risen Lord approached them and joined them in their journey. Unrecognized, he discussed the events of the last few days with them. When they reached the village, the two invited Jesus to stay with them, which he did. St. Luke explained how Jesus broke bread and gave it to them and how they suddenly recognized who their companion actually was. Like the two disciples, we all tend to look for the Lord to act in grand and dramatic ways. Yet the events of everyday life are filled with His presence if we only have the eyes to see. A meal, a job to be done, a chance meeting on the street, all can be occasions for encountering God in our neighbor. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Ernesto's Italian Restaurant, a place to celebrate life's moments. Ernesto's offers full-service dining, banquet facilities for groups of 15 to 180, catering, takeout, and large order delivery, featuring traditional Italian dishes with Chef Marco's inspired modern entrees and weekly specials. Ernesto's Italian Restaurant, 8544 Southwest Apple Way, on Beaverton Hillsdale Highway, next to Jesuit High School. I am Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. Talk about real-life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. It is 
is 845 at Mater Day Radio. So the next best record in Major League Baseball right now is the Milwaukee Brewers at 7-3. and three. Okay. So there you go. So the Rays got it first place undefeated That's only. That's right. 10-0. How about that? How about some weather? Yeah. Maybe we can get some uh, nice weather for our baseball <laughs> games here in the Northwest. That would it be fantastic. It got rained out last night. Showers today, although eh, maybe not as much as yesterday. It just rained all day yesterday. High today, 53 degrees, and then a chance of showers overnight tonight. Low of 38, going to get a little chillier. And then for Wednesday, 60% chance of rain decreasing to 30% with a high of 51. Currently, it is 43 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 43 degrees at St. Rose Lima Church in Portland. Well, as typically we happens on Tuesday, Sarah Kenzie is joining us today. She gives us a bit of a preview of the highlight reel from our locally produced shows here at Mater Day Radio. Today, though, a little bit differently because, boy, we are heading into a big week. Sarah Kenzie, our digital media manager here at Mater Day Radio, come to talk about our website and our app and the Spring share Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning, well, we had a bit of a morning here because both when David and I got in this morning, we opened up the uh, website, materdayradio.com, and there was some little gremlin in there because <laughs> it didn't want to come up. These things, it's amazing how it happens, especially when we got big events coming up. It always seems to happen, you know, like the week before or the week of Sherathon, um, you know. The, the devil wants to get in there and, and wants to mess with us, and uh, we don't let him stop us. We've got Our Lady <laughs> taking care of us, and um, yeah, you know, those things tend to happen, and, you know, we'll continue, you know, I'm sure we'll run into this type of thing again, so. Fortunately, though, I brought in my set of Allen wrenches today. Oh. And was able to fix the problem. <laughs> Thank you, David. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> the Allen wrenches. Are the Allen the, wrenches. Are those the L-shaped that's, ones? That's correct. Okay. Yes. And, uh, you know, strategically placed into the website, a couple of twists, boom. <laughs> We're Came up and right running back. again. Glad we have you on yeah. standby there. Thank but, you. Yeah, but I will say, you know, if this this type of thing happens, I want to encourage you, you know, especially during Shareathon Week, um, make sure you check one of our other avenues. You know, say the website isn't working, check the app. I mean, that that seems to to usually be running just fine. If the radio signals go down, you can listen on the app. So you can even go to our social media where we'll we'll have links to different things. So um, just make sure to check somewhere else and uh, these things you usually get back up and running pretty quickly. All right. And tune in next week because, well, it is the Spring share Seeking the Truth. I just love that lantern uh, image that you picked out for uh, the, the theme this year. And tell our listeners a little bit. Are they going to be getting an email today to talk about share Or are you just joining us today to... Tell us what's happening. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so we will be sending out an email, uh, I think, tomorrow. Okay. Um, so that we'll have uh, some information about how you can support the share um, You can give to our matching fund. Um, you can start spreading the word through our online graphics. Um, and all of this, by the way, is up on our website. So you can, if you don't want to wait for the email tomorrow, just go over to the share website 
right now. Um, speaking of those lantern images, uh, we have images on our website um, in the share section, which is right on the main page. You can click that. It's the first thing you see. Um, and there are graphics that you can share on your social media um, just to bring awareness to the share You can even put in a little of your own personal testimony. So for instance, you can say modern day has helped my faith through whatever you want to add in. And then you can add those to your Facebook or Instagram stories and just encourage people to um, give to support um, Mater Day Radio. Uh, we also have our guest list up on the share page as well. I know there's a couple open spots here and there. We might see a surprise guest, but it's a pretty full lineup. Um, David kind of spearheads that, and um, but all of us have helped a little bit. And it's a it's a wonderful group of guests. Oh, it's fantastic. And we are always so grateful for our guests to come in. Most now, during the pandemic, a lot of our guests were done via phone for obvious reasons. But now they're coming back into the studio, which is awesome to have them in live with us. For those who are in town, that is. We have a couple of out-of-town guests that will be with us by phone. But yeah, it, it's just so inspiring. You know, we have priests we have sisters we have bishops i mean it's it's quite the lineup and so very inspirational to hear them talk about either what catholic radio means to them what it means to the public also just sharing their stories about vocation and again with the theme seek the truth we'll be talking about that as well so i mean just wonderful lineup and it's always so inspirational i I know the listeners love Mm -hmm. it they love because you know you don't get a chance to hear from all of these folks that often and so we're able to do that through the share so that's just one of the benefits of having the share is getting a chance to hear from all these folks Oh, fantastic. And then did I see an email yesterday afternoon that the whole week is going to be kicked off with the wonderful Father Eric Anderson will be That's joining right. us? Yes. Yeah. We yes. got that secured. And then, yes, all some of our favorite, uh, our two Monsignors will be probably going uh, mano a mano and uh, seeing who can bring in uh, more support for Mater Day Radio of course, Father Peter Julia, he's taking an extended couple of hours uh, one of the evenings. So go to our website because you want to find the full list because everybody has something great to offer. But there's just some of these priests that come in. We're so grateful for their time. I mean, they just got off of a really busy weekend. And boy, they're right here to support Mater Day mm-hmm. Radio. So tune in to the 2023 Spring share There's also ways that if they download the Hail Mary media app, it just makes it very convenient for you to have access through the app. Well, they can make a pledge also right now. That's right. So you can give uh, directly from the home screen of the app. Uh, right now, we're really building that matching fund um, that's going to be used during the week to encourage um, others to give. But it's really important that we hit our goals for that. Um, so you can do that directly through the home screen of the app. Uh, we also uh, we'll be putting up an app section uh, today, um, so you can also find all this information um, through the app. We'll have a whole share section. Um, and then as next week continues, uh, we'll also be adding in some of the reflections um, and recordings from, from the week. So um, you'll also be able to kind of hear some of the some of the really great uh, things that come out. I, I always love, I love hearing from all our guests. They're all uh, just so incredible and they always have like a unique take um, 
to offer about our theme or, or just about, like David said, their, their witness of vocation. And um, so I always love pulling out some of these uh, great clips and sharing them on our website and uh, through the app. So it looks to be a great week. So definitely go to your email tomorrow. It's going to be coming out. And then just put on your website, maybe on your social media platforms that you listen to and support Mater Day Radio. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it's 8.55 at Mater Day Radio. Take one last look at your forecast this morning. Well, chance of showers today, although right now it looks pretty nice out there. I like that. Almost sunny, Almost dare a little I sunny. say. Yeah, high of 53 today. Then about a 40% chance of rain overnight tonight, low of 38. And then for tomorrow, again, chance of showers, high of 51. It is currently 43 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, here is Joshua Blakesley and sing Alleluia. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio.
That is Joshua Blakesley and Sing Hallelujah. It's 8.59 at Mater Day Radio. That is going to wrap it up for the Morning Blend on this Tuesday, just like that. Zipped right through the morning. Thank you to Sarah for joining us, talking about share coming up next week. You know, she'll eventually have up there as we get closer some of our gifts that we have, because we have some good ones. Oh, I, you know, every year I think that, boy, these are the best gifts. People are going to love them. This year, mm. you're really going to love the gifts. Along with prayer shawls. Prayer shawls, too. Yeah. We've got more of those to have for you also for the Spring share Please tune in. And it is uh, Tuesday, so we hope you have a very blessed Tuesday.